looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physio Memes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous. The SPT Secret Society is open for students who are looking to make a massive change in their PT school journey with fellow SPTs from around the world through our three pillars of study habits, personal development, and finances. This is for the motivated SPT ready to take action now because you know PT school is only a couple years long. So what are you waiting for? Click the link right now in the show notes to join us in the SPT Secret Society. And get your first month free by emailing us, ecretsay, E-C-R-E-T-S-A-Y. Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Gabby. And I'm Sarah. And we are two physical therapy students on our journey to get that DPT debt free. And our vision for you is to get through PT school on your first try without any debt. Join us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. And we're live Ah, on Facebook. Everyone say hi if you're on live. Welcome on this Sunday. This lovely Sunday. What's today? April 18th. April 18th already. <laughs> oh my gosh. We have a lot of updates for you guys. And we have a good episode. This is already episode 238. And we only have, Gabby, I don't know if we really framed it like this. We only have one more weekly episode when we are as like, you're not a student anymore, but you know, I'm still technically a student. So one more episode until we are both doctors. When you say that (laughs) guys, it just blows our mind how like quick it has gone. And this time next week or not this week. Well, yeah, next week. We have one more weekly episode. Next Sunday is our last weekly episode where you don't have two doctors on here right now. You got one doctor, Dr. Gabby Mace is on. That's still weird to say. Cause I graduated one week ago today. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so happy for you. But anyway, welcome to another episode of gratitude, everybody. And like we said, episode two, three, eight, we got one doctor on here, soon to be doctor over here. And we're going to talk about how do I find a mentor in physical therapy? Because especially during the pandemic, even if many of you are feeling like the pandemic is on the tail end of things, um, it's still a challenge. Like it's still definitely been a challenge to find a mentor. And Gabby and I have been through many mentors, (laughs) some very good, some not so good. And uh, we want to help you find yours. But first, weekly updates. We each have drum roll or something. Gabby, <laughs> how was your week? Yeah, this was the first week post-graduation. And it was a good week. I really am cracking down with studying. And uh, I had a good week. It was It was hard to get back into the swing of things with post-graduation celebrations and 
uh, yeah, it's one more week, one more full week until the NPTE and I'm just ready. <laughs> so ready. I've been talking to, uh, Sarah and some of you who are listening, uh, if you've recently seen my Instagram, but it is a whole process and it's, it's definitely, uh, motivating and draining at times, but, uh, we'll do a whole episode on that when Sarah takes the boards in July. Um, but yeah, just a solid week of getting prepared for this exam and Sarah, you are coming up on, well, I guess last week was your second to last week of clinic and you're coming up on your final week of your clinical rotation as an SPT. How does it feel? How does it feel? I feel like you just took the microphone and put it right in my face. How does it feel? How does that make you feel? (laughs) I have no idea. I'm still processing everything. And so I have four full work days left because I'm working longer days. So I have like four 10 hour days, but you guys know how that goes. Sometimes it's a little more than that because, you know, commute and documentation and whatnot, but yeah, four 10 hour days. And so I have four days left in the clinic as a student. And let me tell you, I took advantage of that last week. I had been trying to go to different clinic and shadow for a while. Cause I know as a student, like this is the time to do it. And I was, I'm still trying to figure out my own flow and my own style of treating. So I love just seeing how other PTs treat. So I finally got to go and hang out with Joseph um, on Friday at a different renewal rehab location. And it was so cool just to see him and see how he's treating and, just to see a different style. So yeah, that was last week. And now I'm preparing to do my last presentation. Have I done much for it? Mm, I still have to finalize it. (laughs) So we'll work through it, but it's exciting. No more presentations after this one. So this last presentation, what do you have to do? Oh God. Uh, I will have to look more into it and let you know next time. (laughs) It's set up as kind of a discussion style. We're discussing hot topics in PT, uh, such as dry needling and talking about like PT compact and that kind of thing. So I have to do a little bit of research and come up with some talking points, which I feel like won't be too bad because, you know, we kind of talk on here a lot. So I think I can do it. Um, I know I can do it. I just need to prep more for it. So that's this week. The last assignment, the last, the last assignment, (laughs) any other presentation after this will be voluntary. I will voluntarily do other presentations, but this is the last involuntary presentation. That is wild. Oh my gosh. If you guys are about to graduate or you're still in, you know, first or second year, when you get to your third year, it's like, oh my gosh, I've been waiting for this moment. And then there's all of these little things that get tacked on and you can, you know, hear our previous, our last recent episode about it, but yeah, let's get into mentorship because mentorship has been a a really big, um, really big thing for both of us since starting PT school. And before we've had great mentors, we've had not so great (laughs) mentors, and, uh, we just want to talk about it today. So kind of the main things that Uh, we want to start with first thing being what kind of mentorship, I can't even talk. What kind of mentorship do you need or want? So Sarah, uh, did you know before PT school, uh, did you have a mentor before PT school and undergrad, or did you find that more when you started PT school? 
Hmm. Good question. And I'd love to hear from you guys. If you're on live, say hi. We are in the Facebook group, the Student Physical Therapist Network group. You guys come and join us. It's so fun to just see your faces, like your little bubbles when you put in chat and connect with us and um, have a discussion. And that's what makes these episodes fun. So hop on in there. And I'd love to hear if you guys had a mentor before PT school or during, because for me, I didn't even know if I, I didn't think that I needed one. I thought I can do this by myself. I don't need any help, like trying to get into PT school, going through undergrad and all of that kind of stuff. I don't think I ever hit a true point where I thought I need a mentor, but looking back, like hindsight is 2020, right? So I think that things would have gone a lot differently if I did have a mentor and a mentor does not count as your advisor. Maybe it does, but for me, Uh, My advisor in undergrad, like many of you, you were probably told um, your GPA is just not, you're not cut out for PT school. Like just pick something else. And that happened to me too, multiple times, (laughs) multiple advisors. They were like, "Uh, you should just choose something else. PT isn't for you. And those are the worst phrases any advisor could ever tell you. And I would like to ask those advisors, were you in PT school? And I'm going to just be honest, the one that I went to uh, was not. So I didn't take it to heart. I did. I was kind of upset about it, obviously, but I did not take it to heart. So no, I didn't have any true mentors that I continually went to before PT school. But Gabby, what about you? Yeah. So I, I did seek mentorship before PT school because I definitely was a student. I really needed to work hard for you know, my grades and my GPA was fine. It was okay. I really had to bust my butt in the last semester to really get it up. Uh, but I knew applying to PT school, I was looking for mentorship and something to help me through the application process. And uh, a few people come to mind during that time. Uh, Pre-PT Grind, as you all know, uh, or if you don't know, Pre-PT Grind uh, with Casey and Joseph, and they help Pre-PTs um, you know, help them through the application process. And, uh, at that time it was when pre-PT grind was like born, uh, more towards the origin of it when I found them. And I, you know, I still remember, uh, when I talked to Joseph for the first time and met Casey and, uh, also shout out to Yusra, um, the DPT diaries, because she was a huge, uh, mentor to me during this time as well. But that was my first exposure to mentorship, uh, because I think advisors, um, I had a great advisor, um, but I didn't consider him like, a. I mean, he was a mentor, but once I found people to help me through my goals and what I wanted to do, which was get into PT school, that's when I first had this, um, just, uh, solidification of, okay, like, this is a mentor to me, someone to guide me, someone to encourage me, to tell you the real, like, (laughs) tell you to uh, um, get your shit together pretty much. And uh, those people really helped me during that time. And uh, fast forward, when I got accepted to PT school, I contacted uh, Joseph and uh, Javi. um, And at the time I was struggling through anatomy and I was like, I called them, was like, guys, I need your help. How do I uh, remember origins and insertions? And I still remember the conversation where I was. And they told me, uh, you guys haven't used it, get a skeleton. And 
get some tape or a piece of string and do your origins and insertions. And uh, that really helped me, but I really have kept my men, my mentors since the very beginning um, to now. So that was just a little backstory of uh, the early part of my um, mentorship journey in a sense. Yeah. And there's an important distinction here too. Like you found mentors by choice that stuck with you and you stuck with them because you told them your dreams and they didn't just say, oh, you can't do that. Like that's not possible. Just choose something else. And I think we all have kind of just people throughout your life, throughout your educational journey who have to be there, right? They try to build, build this into your program and like have an advisor, quote unquote, or have um, um, a big or a little, like when you're in PT school, oftentimes you have someone in that you're above you who you're matched up with. And now you can ask them questions and do all these things. And they try so hard to build this into PT school and sometimes undergrad with the advisors or career counselors or other things. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it just doesn't. And we're here to talk about both ends of it. Okay. So there's a, several different kinds of mentors. There's clinical. Once you are in PT school, there's educational, which you guys have had experiences with either forced or by choice. If you found tutors and there's also many of you are looking for business or money-making mentors, right? That's something that we hear from a lot of you. And that's something that Gabby and I have used a lot too. So Gabby, let's get into clinical first. Uh, what kind of questions do you even have when you're looking for a clinical mentor who is maybe not your CI, which many of you, your clinical instructor is supposed to be there, right? Which sometimes they are, and sometimes they're not. So who did you go to and what kind of questions did you have for them to help you through your clinicals and just learning clinical skills? Yeah. So, uh, to continue on my story with, uh, uh, before PT school and contacting, um, Joseph. So I actually met Joseph in person and went to the clinic that he was working at, uh, at the time. And I shadowed him because I wanted to, you know, obviously meet him in person. And I wasn't in PT school at this time. I, I was accepted, but I didn't start yet. And I really wanted to learn, you know, what his treatment style was and, uh, and just have like this small exposure of what clinic would be like. And, uh, and that was, you know, that was my drive because I, I still remember, you know, during my breaks, I'm like, oh, it would be cool to shadow like a different clinic during my winter breaks. And although that didn't really happen, um, I had this idea that I wanted to do it. And in PT school, uh, someone who sticks out to me, uh, his name is Santi. And if you all don't know him, that is a clinical mentor that you need to connect with because he is incredible and he just, he understands, uh, the struggles of PT students. And if you don't get along with your CI and so during PT school, that was someone who I definitely looked up to. And although I didn't get to see, uh, his treatment style and, I've heard about it. You know, Santi is, I call, I think he is more of like a ninja. He is just so, so amazing at what he does. But, um, yeah, I would say if you're trying to find a clinical mentor, then find someone, especially if there's a certain treatment style, like, um, some that come off the top of my head is, uh, Mulligan or, uh, you know, different people have different certifications. So if you're looking for that, then connect with someone who has that and, 
if it's the treatment style that you want to incorporate, then um, that's going to be a good fit for you. But Sarah, what about you? Uh, clinical wise, uh, did you shadow anybody or is there someone who comes to mind um, that really helped you through uh, the clinical aspect? I'm going to be honest, guys, the clinical aspect, I just did not do the best with searching for a different mentor. <laughs> so I think, like I said, through PT school, it is supposed it's built into the program for you to have opportunities to have clinical mentorship for every single rotation, right? And your professors are there and other people are there. And I think there's so many great people on the internet, like level up initiative. You have like mentorship courses there. And Gabby and I both went through that and it was super helpful to go over communication and um, patient education without like getting into a lot of um, fear of movement and all of these things and really being conscious of our words that we use. You also have clinical athletes. You have um, specific courses like home health courses, travel courses, um, and a lot of other different opportunities for you to do this. And I more took that route for clinical stuff because I just wanted to be exposed to whatever I could that was outside of the clinical instructor realm, which was great, right? Every clinical rotation in PT school well, pre-pandemic, right? You're supposed to have an inpatient, an outpatient, and maybe like peds or something a little bit different that you're really interested in. So then, so you can reach out to those people and maybe see what you actually want to do as a PT. Cause you get to the end and you're like, now what do I want to do? And it can be very confusing. So make a long answer, very short. I did not have any others in person. I went the online routes and went through things like Level Up Initiative. Um, and of course, there's so many other things out there, but that was a, a big one that I think was so helpful and it's free. So like, why not do it? Um, and it's grown so much. Zach has done amazing things and we did a whole episode with him. You guys can go listen to it. Yes. Level Up Initiative. If you are a student, that's some, definitely something we highly recommend you get involved with and it's great to have a small group and you can discuss a lot of the times we did discuss clinical cases and um, it is just such a, a great, um, great way to get other perspectives and ideas. Um, so level up initiative, also known as Calu right now, it, they've changed, um, but clinically wise, that's what we recommend. And then going into education. So when you think of educational mentors, what comes to mind for me is like, we're going through right now is NPTE prep. Um, we talked a little bit about professors, but then also tutors and uh, graduate assistants as well. So uh, right now, this pertains to me very well, going through NPTE prep. And we did a whole episode on uh, the businesses and platforms out there, um, but it doesn't have to just be test prep. It can be uh, tutors in school as well. So if you had a tutor, um, or if you had a GA who helped you say with MSK, um, that also counts as you, you know, a mentor. And, uh, I feel like, especially those people, um, uh, from my experience going through MSK and having, uh, and actually it was more for me was uh, what class was it? I think it was CVP. Um, and so I would go to, at the time it was the second year and she would help me with concepts and. I mean, she was my saving grace through that class. Um, and so it could also be, you know, other students as well. Uh, we, you know, both Sarah and I, since starting gratitude, we've become uh, mentors to a lot of PT students and pre-PTs. And uh, it's just such a great feeling, especially seeing the growth you go, you go through during this time from, 
whether it be in a semester or, you know, your PT journey, uh, it's great being a mentor and, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about this. And if you are a mentor, then we hope that you are, um, really showing others the way and, uh, really being someone who you can like, you can go to. Someone who is actually helpful, first of all, someone who doesn't kill other people's dreams and someone who believes in other people. That's like the key thing to being any mentor, right? And I think the moral of the story here, I have horrible examples because I did not reach out to people. I hate asking for help. And many of you do the same thing. You're like, you probably looked at the the title of this episode and you thought, "Uh, I don't think I really need a mentor. Like I can just do this by myself. And I'm here to tell you, yeah, you probably could do it alone, but what's the point if you can have somebody there, you can ask questions to, and you can get there faster and not have to make all the same mistakes that they did, right? That's the point of this podcast. That's the point of us talking about this. And that's the point of the tutors or GAs or whatever, or going through NPTE prep. Like, could you study for boards alone? Yeah, you probably could. You could, you could probably pass, but do you really want to take that chance? Like we're not here to sell you any NPTE prep courses, but I'm just here to say for me, myself, that is one thing I did not lack on. I was like, no joke on this board exam. I don't want to take this thing again. So going through NPTE prep courses has been so helpful and we'll have to keep guys updated once we actually take it and we'll have to see, you know, how helpful it was, but it's been so amazing so far. Um, if you guys learn anything from us, be more like Gabby and seek mentorship (laughs) and don't think you can do it all alone. Like, but let your pride down a little bit and ask for some help. Um, even if you don't think you need any, you might be surprised. And I think people are genuinely good. Like they want to help you. They just have to know that you're looking for it. Exactly. And I'm glad that you brought up that point because if you're afraid to just reach out to someone, then you have to put on your big girl or big boy pants and just do it. Like, and that's how you're going to build relationships and have these connections, whether it be through conferences or online, or especially during the time that you, um, have clinicals or you're trying to find a job, you know, after you graduate PT school, like this is why it's so important. And, um, you know, we broke it up into three different areas, but another area that we do want to, uh, quickly touch on too is business because we know a lot of you want to start your own side hustle or um, you have your own side hustle or business in PT school or even if you're listening to this in your pre-PT as well it's it can be done and we I would say um, mentorship wise through PT school this has been a big part for us um, with starting the podcast and then later uh, having gratitude as our official business. And we have to give a huge shout out to Smart Success Healthcare, uh, Greg Todd. He, um, he, has, he started it uh, a few years ago and we both went through the course and also uh, we're in the mastermind as well. But I would say that just community and camaraderie really just opened up so many doors for, for us um, personally. And, you know, we... <laughs> We can pretty much, we have a person for, I feel like every setting, which is really cool. Um, but there's other people out there like Aaron LeBauer, Paul Goff, um, Digital Income School, our good friends, Will and Alex, 
and so many, so much more. Um, and us, of course, we, uh, we have had a court. We do a have little a little plug in there. We got a course for you guys. We too. have a course. Yeah. <laughs> it will be expanded on soon. Um, but yeah, you guys, the three keys, right? Mentorship. Okay. What kind of mentorship are you looking for? What do you need or want, which are two different things, right? I never wanted mentorship. Did I need it? Yeah. I probably need clinical mentorship the most, especially because of the pandemic things were cut short. I felt like everything was squished into a short period of time and I didn't feel like I got enough hands-on practice. Um, and so the business, the business aspect of mentorship, I, we only bring it up because people have asked us about this and, um, it's not just about business quote unquote, right. It's about money-making. It's about how can this actually change your life? So you don't have to feel like you're working nine to five, five days a week, which then turns into maybe nine to seven, because you're also documenting. And then sometimes you can't shut off your brain from work or thinking about other things. And for me and Gabby, that's just not, that's just not the life we're looking to have, right. We're going to work hard, but we want to do it on our own terms. And so we know many of you want the same thing. And that's why we have our own course. That's why we are advocates of other courses and advocates for finding your mentor, whoever is going to fit best with you, who has done the thing you're looking to do. Stop listening to people who don't have the life that you want, because that just doesn't make sense. Why would you do that? I don't know. I wouldn't do the same thing. <laughs> so don't do that. Okay. Yeah. Don't make the mistakes that we have. Cause we're, we want to give you all um, you know, just all of the resources and people, um, who you can reach out to. And if there's someone who you want to hear on the podcast, or you're like, Oh, I want to reach out to this person who has this certification or insert, whatever it is for you, let us know. And we could probably find someone to help you. Uh, no, we, we could absolutely not oh, yes, probably we yes. like we can connect you we guys can. to who you need to. So you yeah. just let us know. Yeah you let us know because you are just one or two people away from changing your life. And it is proof between Sarah and I, um, and with other, you know, other people, other guests that we've had on the podcast, like, it's just crazy how, how this world works and, um, how your life can dramatically change from one or two people. You're one or two people away from changing your life. And I can hundred percent like full, full heartedly, say that. But if you guys have questions, let us know. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode and we hope that you can connect with others in the student physical therapist network group. Uh, if you are watching or, uh, if you want to connect with other PTs and students, this is the place to do it. And we will see you guys here next week. And we're going to talk about jobs next week, guys. This is this is something Gabby and I have kind of been putting off because, you know, we're going to talk about it after the board exam. So Gabby is taking boards in 10 days. And after that, I know 10 days, <laughs> hands up, 10 day count days. You can count on your hands how many days left until the board exam. And so after you're done with that, Gabby and I will hop on here and actually do Oh, the episode people have been asking about, and honestly, it's a lot of unknowns for us. So we're going to figure it out and come back and talk about this soon, but let us know what is your biggest takeaway from this episode. We would love, love, love to hear it. And we would love to connect with you guys more. So share it out on the socials and we'll see you next week. Bye guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Gratitude. We would absolutely love to hear your biggest takeaway from this episode and share it out on all of the social media platforms and tag us so we can see it.
And if you like our show, the best thing you could do is to take a minute to write a review to help us get this out to more students like you to shift the narrative away from stressed and broke SPT.